Good morning, afternoon, and night. Third. It has been a long time coming. Welcome back, my young bulls, to another episode of Checked or Wrecked. I have my co-host here, Rybread 2.0, Y equals E, M, X, Y, X, L squared. That's not whatever. <laughs> I was never good at math. That's why I'm a comm major, so don't worry Third. about it. <laughs> but anyways, today we're going to talk about the post-draft and we're going to talk about our reactions to the draft, who's in the best situation for quarterbacks, who's the biggest bust, winners and losers. We're covering it all. Yes, sir. It's a giant tarp. We're covering all those questions. Yes, sir. So, Riley, I have a question for you. You ready for this? What is it? What is it? All right, all right. First question I got for you. Which quarterback is walking into the best situation? Got it. Um, I think a lot of people talk about that Trey Lance is walking into the best situation. Yup. I, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. I think he's walking into the best no situation. No way, bro. He's Tell got me. He's got Urban Meyer coaching him. He's got okay. his running back that he spent two years with, Travis Etienne, in his backfield. He's got really good wide receivers, DJ Shark. Um, Marvin Jones was a big pickup for me. Tim Tebow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Bro. All right, all right. Would you, are you going to get a Tebow jersey? Dude, if he like if he catches a touchdown, I'll do you get even a think he's gonna make it past like he might not. He might not. Do you think but, he's gonna even be a starter? I'd be surprised if he. Oh, was, he won't start. He won't start. You don't but, think he'll start? He might not even make the roster, but dude, low key though, they could use him like in like some trick plays. Exactly. Like he'll line That's up as a tight end. He'll get it. Full back, throw bro. it deep, like just like real quick. You know, he's a so. big guy. He could play fullback. He could do a lot of different things. Yeah, I think he's a good guy. To I think he's more for like like a Swiss army knife than he is actually like playing a position. And he's perfect to help Trevor Lawrence. Cause obviously Tim Tebow played quarterback at the highest level in college yeah. and then did a good job early in his career in the NFL. Yeah. So he's somebody that could show him the ropes. Um, Jacksonville is such an up and coming young team with a good offensive line, great receivers. Okay. Defense is getting there. I think he's walking into the best situation uh, right now. I mean, Trey Lance is a close second. I, I, I do have a question. Tebow. So there was, there was a lot of, uh, speculation going into the draft because Trevor Lawrence said he was like, yeah, I don't really have that. Like I have a chip on my shoulder mentality. Um, you know, I'm just kind of, I just kind of love playing football and that's it. You know, like I could walk away from it at any time. And like he said that in an interview and everyone was like, Whoa, Whoa, what? Like he could walk away from it. It's like, you know? And so do you think that like could affect that was a red flag for me at first, then he kind of backtracked and I was like, okay, but, I don't think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I still think that would be Justin Fields. But You think Justin Fields is the best? I think he's in a terrible situation, and we'll talk about that. But okay. I think he's the most talented. But Trevor, that, that did kind of concern me, but he did backtrack and say, oh, I really didn't mean what I said like that. It didn't really come out the right way. But, yeah, I mean, if he doesn't have that competitive fire, he's not going to make it very long. Yeah. He can't make it on talent alone, so. Yeah, that's true. That was a concern. I would say for my quarterback, I would definitely have to say Trey Lance. I got it. Right. Their team is the most NFL-ready team that you can have. So they have, first of all, they got the best tight end. Yep. They got Brandon Ayuk. They got Marquise Godwin, Goodwin, whatever. They got Debo Samuel. They got Debo. Debo. You know, they got, they got all, dude, he's got so many fast, like, wide receivers. And the thing is, too, is he's mobile, you know, and, Kyle Shanahan, like, he's a huge offensive mind. And so now you're giving him a very good, like, playmaker. 
like someone who can move around. Now you can like play with the ball. Like, like Jimmy Garoppolo could not move that well. Like he could move, but just, you know, it's just different. And so I just feel like their playbook just got expanded so much. And now they have so many plays that they can run now. And so they're not just like, like, I don't know. You just have so many, like you could do like run pass options now when you couldn't really do it with like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I definitely do think it's them. I, I actually think Trevor Lawrence is in the worst position. Really? Honest. Yeah. I just think like in the worst position. So this is my thing. Um, and so that's the reason why I brought up that quote was because I feel like for him, he's more like, dude, let's just go. Like, I don't know his mentality. I've never met Trevor Lawrence, but I, I imagine him just being like, dude, like, let's just go play football and have fun, you know? And so like, you know, you need someone that's like, let's freaking rip their heads off. Let's go kill that team. Like, you know, someone who's going to give you the juice. That's more of his mentality versus the situation he's watching. Yeah, but I feel like the thing is, it's like the Jaguars culture is a losing culture. They've been a losing team for a really long time. And I feel like they need someone who like has the juice. And I feel like without anyone that has the juice, they're just going to be another losing team. I think Urban Meyer really changes a lot into that. Yeah. I mean, you know, a coach can only do so much though. Urban Meyer is probably the most, the second most successful college coach of our generation for sure. Beside behind Nick Saban. Yeah. So I think that's going to But remember when Nick Saban went to the NFL, what happened? He didn't do so high. I'm talking about college though. He yeah. But remember when he went from college to NFL, he didn't do so high. That ain't Urban Meyer though, bro. That ain't uh, Urban well, Meyer. we'll find out. <laughs> and the thing for me is the reason I didn't take Trey Lance is because when I talk about situation, like Lawrence is going to walk in there and be the obvious quarterback to start. Trey yeah. Lance is going to have to fight and maybe have to play behind Jimmy Garoppolo no for a year. No way, bro. It's possible. No, you, Kyle Shanahan threatened to kill Jimmy Garoppolo. We're like, oh, that's right. We you put a hit on him. We don't, even, we don't even know Jimmy G is going to get hit by a car that's a black Sudan, you know? <laughs> like on 3rd Street in San Francisco. They're like, that was really specific. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, that's the one reason I didn't pick Trey Lance is because I think no way, he's going to have to if fight for that would be That would be such a waste of a pick if you didn't start him. I mean, a lot of players do that. They they draft players and they let it, they sit them for a few. Like, nah, he's nah, Trey Lance is like ready though. He's like I think he not, is too, but you never know what Kyle Shanahan's thinking at the nah, moment. I, I Kyle Shanahan would be dumb not to like play him, but I agree. I just think I think that's the one thing that held me back from picking Trey. Okay, all right. So, what was the most surprising first round pick for you? I was tough. there was actually a lot of shocking things that happened, especially later in the draft. I think the most surprising thing was that. Um, Devonte Smith fell all the way to twelve. Yeah, because I think I thought he was just so. T- I mean, you were hearing hype about him being the second overall pick early on. Yeah, and then it kind of just started sliding to like, oh, he doesn't have the measurables. Oh, he's not big enough he's to play this, in the he's NFL. Not that, yeah, when you're talking about the Heisman Trophy winner, who also was the most outstanding player in the championship game. Yeah, I think it's tough not to take him over Jalen Waddle, but I mean, still, those are both Alabama receivers. You can't you know, deny the talent that Jalen Waddle has. But I thought that was shocking that Devontae fell all the way down to the Eagles. I think it's just funny because when, like, you look at, like, the draft, I think it was, what, DK got – DK Metcalf got drafted two years ago? Yeah. When you, like, look at, like, DK Metcalf, a lot of them were like, oh, he's top ten, top five. You know, he's going to, like – and then all of a sudden the draft comes and he doesn't even get picked in the first round. I know. He was a, yeah. And it's, like, it's – I think that's just so weird, like, 
so many smoke screens and like just like so much diversion goes on <clears throat> with these pre-drafts and sometimes i feel like like teams will like pay like guys to put out like oh, like dk metcalf hype just to like like throw people off the scent of like what they're trying to do yeah <clears throat> but yeah no i was very surprised with that i <laughs> i was so surprised when the Raiders chose Leatherwood, Bro. I was like, oh, dude, we're going to get like that Notre Dame or Penn State yeah. linebacker. Like, we're going to go defense heavy. And then they're like, yeah. Alex Leatherwood. I was like, who? Where? <laughs> build that offensive line. Who is this fool? And I okay, was like, let's just say this. If he is healthy and he's right in his right mind, he is really talented. He but is. But like, that was so shocking. A crazy pick. A crazy that, pick. that was just like, and like the thing is, is it, it like turned out like pretty good, like it, in the end. But like <clears throat> watching the first round, I was like, "Wait, what?" And like I was like calling Audi, and I was like, "What <laughs> just happened, bro?" But that's how it always is, bro. Like last year when like CD Lamb was still on the board, Justin Jefferson right, was still right. on the all the wide receivers, and then it's like Henry Ruggs. We're like, right, you, right, guys, well, you guys do some weird right. things. Clearly we do, bro. Some weird stuff. So definitely, yeah, that was my the, surprise. Yeah, I think another surprise for me was a player that didn't get picked in the first round was you were kind of a Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. If you watch yeah. the highlights, dude, this guy is legit, but he had some issue, he had an injury issue that kept him out of the first round. But he split all the way down to the third, and the Browns got him, and that's a huge pickup for them. But that's a no, I definitely, pick that wasn't he, there. he definitely reminds me a lot of like Isaiah Simmons, dude. He's super versatile, mm-hmm. just like a very fast, like, and hard hitter as well. Yeah. I mean, speaking of what you were talking about, when I when the Saints selected Peyton Turner, I was like, I'd never even heard of this dude. I was like, yeah. I did my mock draft. I didn't even like he didn't even come up. And we selected oh this guy. I was like, come on, we had so many guys on the board, but yeah, we're like, you know what? He looks like a good player. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I mean, welcome to the Raiders world, bro, where you just like see random picture, you're like, all right, I gotta look up this guy's max prep highlight tapes because there's nothing else on him. <laughs> I feel like, like your and my team had like the weirdest drafts of We everyone. did. But we'll but, talk like, about yours, that later. Yours are usually like good and mine are always like I'm like Usually we don't have a lot of picks and we just pick kind of solid players, but this is yeah. like we picked like some out there players. I was like, yeah. Who do you on? think will be the biggest bust? Of my oh, okay. In the actual draft? Yeah. Oof. That's so hard. First, okay, totally we're hard. talking like first year, not like overall career. We're talking just first year. I don't. I think we should do overall. I don't. You know, think overall first okay. year? Like everyone kind of has the nerves, and you never know. That's true. The biggest bust. That's so hard to to kind of predict. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, I hate to pick. It. I like this kid too, but I think he'll be a bust. Is um, unfortunately Zach Wilson. I think he'll end up being a bust. Really. I think I don't think it's really necessarily his fault. I think it's just the Jets culture. I don't care what Robert Sala comes in. You don't think Robert Sala can bring the juice? I think he'll get the Sam Darnold sickness. No, where he sees ghosts. I where he sees ghosts. (laughs) It happens up there in New York. It happens. Yeah. Um I hate to I really do like Zach Wilson. Um, He's good, yeah. But I I think and when I talk about bus, it's usually because if it's a top ten pick, because if it's a later round pick, you know, whatever. But a top 10 pick, number two pick, I think he'll be the biggest bust is Zach Wilson. I think Mac Jones is going to be the biggest bust. Yeah, that's that's another one I was debating on as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think first year, I think he'll do really good. I, think, I don't even know uh, if he'll play. Nah, I think, I think Cam Newton, like, like I said with what's-his-face, like Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor, 
Yeah. I think uh, Cam Newton's going to be, like, on a super tight leash. He will be. He will be. And yeah. so, like, you know, if, like, Cam Newton doesn't um, keep impressing Bill Belichick game after game, he'll just be like, all right, I'm throwing Mac Jones in. I feel like it's going to be almost like a Justin Herbert situation where yeah. he goes off. But then the next year, just, like, kind of, like, becomes flat and doesn't really do anything. He just, like, does good enough to stay in his starting spot. Gotcha. And then he'll just like kind of eventually fall off. Right. And so he'll just become like another like Blaine Gabbard or something. Got yeah, I, I, so. I kind of agree with a lot of that. And it came out today that Bill Belichick is super high on Cam Newton right now. But yeah. I think well, I mean, you saw it too. Like there. Anthony Lynn was like, yeah, Tyrod Taylor is our starter. Right. You know, and so, and then the next But then he got know, hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, different situation for sure. Right. But. You know, he didn't even do good. So it was a matter of time before he would have gone thrown in. It may have been like two more games before he would have gone thrown in. Yeah, I think those two are going to be interesting to see. And I feel bad for um, Justin Fields as well. I'm not going to say he's going to be a bust because I really like him. I think he's the most talented. But Chicago is such a bad place to be right now. I think there's not a lot of weapons I, there. I mean, they got Mooney. They got uh, Alan Robinson. Robinson's tagged. He's not, he's not really even happy to be there right now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like they're they're in a better situation than you think, and they got a good running back. Yeah, and their defense is pretty solid. good. They just need a good quarterback, and they'll have like a really good team. That's their. I think, yeah, I think they're a year away. I don't think they're going to be good this year, but I think next year maybe. You okay. Something happening. Yeah. All right. One one quick question: Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay? I I really can't see him staying. He's one of these quarterbacks. It's not like Russell Wilson where. He's like, oh, I'm married to the city of Seattle. I love this place. I want to be here. I just need to have more control. It's more nah, of, Aaron Rodgers. I don't is, want to be with these people here anymore. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has got different different freaking teams. He's he's, he's also yeah. more of a diva than Russell Wilson ever could be. Yeah, he's so gonna I, I for sure drag his toes and his heels into the ground. I think he's the type of guy that would actually sit out a year as well. Oh, I think he'll sure. sit out. So this is my thing. This is so I think if Aaron Rodgers stays, he's gonna sit out, like you said. And then they're going to play Jordan Love or freaking Blake Bortles the GOAT. Bortles the GOAT. <laughs> so they'll either do that or they'll trade him. And I don't think he's going to go to the Raiders. I think he'll go to the Broncos. That's what I think. Which is super, super scary. That's going to be tough for you guys. Bro, Bro are you kidding Rogers me? And Patrick Mahomes, Rodgers, and Herbert? Dude, that's are a you freaking so kidding sad. me, dude? That's not even fair, bro. Yeah. Well, but, okay. Don't worry about it yet. Don't worry yeah. About no. It. Just see, I'm already nah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. I I think like he'll sit out Jordan Love, and then I think Jordan Love will like not be as good as they think he is, and then they'll be like, "Please, we'll pay you any money that you want." He's like, "Nah, trade me," and then he'll end up like, yeah. And so, but that's how I think it's gonna go. Gotcha. I don't think he'll actually get traded because I just think that I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like they're gonna ask for so much, and no team, every team's gonna be like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" They'll ask for like four <laughs> first rounders or something. Gotcha. But who do you think? Let's see. Who do you think are the winners and the losers of the draft? I'll start with my. I think the two biggest winners. Number one, I think the Dolphins, or I think the state of Florida is the biggest winner in this draft. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm gonna start with Miami. I think Miami had the most solid draft. Um, I know what I said about Devontae Smith versus Jalen Waddle, but still Jalen Waddle and Tua have wavelength and connection. They obviously played at Alabama for two years together. Yeah. They know they know each other, they like each other. Jalen Waddle is obviously extremely fast. Yeah. Extremely a good player. Yeah. 
Um, Jalen Phillips was such a big pick as well at pass rusher. They needed some help there. That's a huge pick they got. And then yeah. Javon Holland, dude, Javon Holland is one of my sleeper picks. I will talk about him as well. Out of Oregon, he can play. Yeah. He was my second best safety in the draft, and you guys actually got my number one. I'll talk about him. But um, Who? Oh, yeah. Uh, Trayvon, Trayvon Merrick. Yeah, dude. A Trayvon Merrick. Trayvon Merrick yeah, is yeah. a player, bro. But Bro, that dude is in. I was so happy we got him, bro. That was your only good pick of the draft. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, dude. I like, yeah. I, like, I, like Do- I like Diablo. Diablo's sick. Diablo. <laughs> Just for his last name, bro, that's sick. <laughs> And then Liam Eckenberg's another really solid pickup at tackle. I think the Dolphins just did a solid job of checking all the boxes they needed to. And they obviously – they helped Tua out immensely by getting Waddle and getting offensive linemen. They're going to put all their, their uh, eggs in Tua's basket, so I think that's a big thing for them. And then I think Jacksonville, like I was talking about earlier, is another team that wins this draft. Getting, obviously, Travis Etienne with Trevor Lawrence. That's huge. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, you saw what they were doing at Clemson those two together are really special. Yeah. And you're pairing it with James Robinson and like all the weapons, like I was talking about, and they got some really good value picks, especially on their defense. So I think those two teams, and then even Tampa had some good picks as well, but yeah, I think Miami and Jacksonville to me were the two biggest winners. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I think another team too would be the Browns. Yeah. Just like, uh, I mean, they got Greg Newsome in the first round. They got Jeremiah, well, let's Owosu see. Koromora, so dude. Like that, dude, that guy is crazy athletic. Yep. And it, I just like that. He was definitely like one of the steals of the draft. Yeah, Him yeah. and then my the safety for the Raiders that we just got. Yeah, like, that was, a steal, I was dude. dude, that was a steal. I had I him a, ranked 25th. I thought he was. Yeah, like, no, I, no, I thought I he ranked, was getting first round, 100%. I thought he was like 15th. Like, I thought the Vikings would take him until they traded back, and then they didn't. Yeah, no, that, that, that's the thing with the draft is you can never predict it. There's yeah. always curveballs. And right. so I would say the Browns for sure were a, a winning team for me. And then I, I definitely think the 49ers, I mean, oh yeah, because I think that Trey Lance is going to start from the beginning. And I think that honestly, I think instead of, I think how it's going to go is the 49ers. If Trey Lance plays from the get go, I think yeah. that the 49ers will be fighting for the first place spot against the Rams. Dude, that NFC West is so loaded right now. Yeah, dude, the NFC West is insane right now. Even more than last year. We were talking about this last year. It's loaded. Yeah, dude. Well, it's last year it was now. like, oh, it was a bird fight. Nah, dude, this year it's it's Rams. Rams are for sure going to be the – like, they're the standard. They're the first place team. Yeah. They're, they're the Matt team Stafford team. is going to be so good, bro. Arizona, Arizona got so good over the offseason. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, they got my boy Rodney Hudson, and so now they actually have, like, offensive linemen. Yep. To actually to protect mention. Kyler Murray. And so yeah. it's like, I was like, oh my gosh, dude, Absolutely. that's crazy. And then so, Russell wasn't staying in Seattle. I mean, that you can't count against them. That's, yeah. That's crazy. So I don't even know what Seattle did because they only had three freaking picks. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then losers of the draft. I think Lo- the two biggest losers to me, number one, I think the worst loser of this draft <laughs> is the, the Saints. <laughs> I think we yeah. had a terrible draft. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I think the only the only pick I was kind of hyped about that was the corner from Stanford. I think he can play, but yeah, dude, we missed out on a lot of things that I think we needed, and we just didn't get the right the right guys that we. Uh... Oh, all right. Um, so I think as far as the losers of the draft, I would say first and foremost is my Saints. Unfortunately, um. 
I just think that there was a lot of holes that we had to fill and we just didn't really address what we needed. Like I think receiver and corner is what we should have taken early in the draft. Cause I think we're still solid on the defensive line and we kind of went heavy there early. And I, I didn't really understand that because there was three good corners on the board at 28. We had Asante Samuel Jr. on the board. We had Eric Stokes on the board and we had um, the other Georgia corner. I can't remember his name, but those are the guys on the board. And I was like, Hey, we can get one of those guys. That'd be great. And receivers on the board, we had Terrace Marshall, who played down the road at LSU. He can really play. Elijah Moore can really play, both on the board. And we just said, nah, we're chilling. We'll get Peyton Turner out of Houston. <laughs> so I don't really get what that was about. Um, but I do, I do like Paulson Adebo at, from Stanford. But I think he was, like, I mean, he was going to be there anyway. Why, why wouldn't we take two good corners? Because we still don't have a starting corner out there. Yeah. And... We have a quarterback battle in camp right now between Winston and Taysom Hill. We took Ian Book, which I like a lot, but is he really going to help us right now? I don't know. Yeah. And you, de- you guys definitely needed players that would like help you right now. Yeah. Especially we're trying because to win right with now. the we loss of like Breeze. Right now. We can yeah. win right now. But yeah. You need guys just need. Like yep. No, I agree. No, and so, I would definitely say like a loser for me was the Raiders. Like yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think yeah. our teams did like some of the worst picks. Bro. Yeah, dude. Like, but that's how it is for us every year, bro. Like, literally, <laughs> like, like they try to do picks where it's like, ooh, like, ooh, like their high, their ceiling is so high, but their freaking floor is low. <laughs> like, you don't just get players that's like, yeah, they're solid. It's like, well, like if the sun is right and the moon is at the correct angle, then they'll do good. It's like, no, why don't you just get like a player that's like, okay, that's like not a questionable pick. The only question unquestionable pick that they did was, was Trayvon, Trayvon. And it was like, that was a steal. That was like hundred percent. That was a steal of the draft personally for me. One of the biggest, it was either him or the guy from Notre Dame. Right. And so it was just like, I don't know. It's always stressful watching the Raiders draft, <laughs> especially because like, I don't know. You just like, you don't know. You just never know. Like they're, they're like, I was looking at drafts. I was like, Oh, we're going for linebackers. Oh, we're going for tackles. Like we're going for the tackle from Virginia tech. We're doing this. We're do-. And then it's Leatherwood. I'm like, I didn't even <laughs> know. who this. Yeah, dude. Like it's, his name is sick for sure. But I was like, all right, whatever. So, yeah, no, I'd definitely say those are uh, the losers, but I would I'd say... i also insert one more pick. I think the Packers were also another loser because they, oh. their draft was bad too. I mean, if you're going to try to entice Aaron Rodgers to stay, please get him a receiver in the first round. Please. Please, just do it. Like, for him. It's just a, more. Yeah, Terrence no, more they, they just... And the, the thing Georgia is, is again, they, I think he's not bad. Nah, dude. They, they, every draft they spit on Aaron Rodgers, like every time. They spit they, on him, yeah. We talked about this last year. They spit like, on him. Oh, and dude, what? Okay, they just came out with this thing that we want the worst version of Aaron Rodgers, or like we want the worst of Aaron Rodgers, or something. They said something. Matt Lafleur said something so random. I was like, what is that? And everyone was like, what does that even mean? Yeah, like it's, and it's rough. It, it's rough. dude, the the situation between the coach and the GM and. That Rogers is so bad, bro. Bad it's so bad. bad, and it's just like you might as well just give up. Just like, pack it up and go do some Jeopardy. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't dude, know. go do Jeopardy. Go and like stop throwing shade on Jeopardy, Rogers. Freaking get out of there. And so, <laughs> um, oh man, dude. So, let's see. What about sleeper picks, Riley? What do you think about sleeper picks? 
we kind of covered a lot of this. I mean, Jeremiah Wosu, Koromoa, and Trayvon Merrick. I think those are so. I don't even think those are sleepers, though. I feel like most people know. I know, but like that's crazy. Good. They were so. Yeah. I'll give you like an actual sleeper. Is I think Sam, I think. Oh, go ahead. Is Sam Ellinger from Texas, the quarterback from Texas? Okay. I I was such a big fan of his in college. Um, he went to the Colts. He he could be like the guy in waiting under. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. I know Jacoby Brissett's there, and I get it, but Jacoby ain't doing nothing, bro. <laughs> Sam Ellinger is is really talented, and I know we joke about this a lot, but he does have a lot of heart. Like he is, really <laughs> like four year starter at Texas. Really oh. tough, really tough, really tough kid. Can throw the ball. I like him a lot. I think he's a big sleeper for me. Yeah. And then the other one would be, and I think a lot of people know this guy's name too, but Terrace Marshall from LSU. Yeah. Um, the championship run that we had two years ago at LSU, like he was such a big part of that as well. Yeah. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson got all the highlights because they were the obviously the studs. Yeah. But those were two first round receivers that are going to be elite. And this guy was playing third and he was still keeping up with those guys. He can play. Yeah. And so I, I was so pissed off that they traded up Carolina and got him above the Saints. I was so pissed off. <laughs> and he's they gonna, probably he's still wouldn't have gone run. them, even if like you had that pick. I know. We probably would have passed and be like, nah, we'll just get another. We're like, we'll get a punter. It's all good. Yeah, well, it's like a bummer, but uh, he's not really a sleeper, but I think he's somebody that can be so successful and I'm, he's going to come back to haunt me for sure. Yeah. I think something that was surprising to me that a lot of players were, or just like a lot of like NFL analysts were talking crap on this player is Najee Harris. Really? For the Steelers, they're like, oh, that was a bad pick. I think he's going to do really good, bro. I mean, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, no, I think he'll do really good. But a lot of people were like grading the pick for the Steelers, and they said that that was a really bad pick. And I was like, "Uh, James Conner's gone. Yeah. Uh, They need a new running back. And Najee Harris is a pass catching and can run. He can do both. And so – I was really surprised when a lot of people were like, yeah, that was a bad pick by them. Like that they should have gone linebacker since they got rid of Bud Dupree. And I was, was like, dumb, no. yeah, no, I was like, though. yeah, no, because I was, I, I don't know. I just thought that was like a lot of people were like saying that was a bad pick. I was like, that was a great pick, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, all right, Riley, Yeah. time up. for the alternative question. <laughs> Your dream right. day draft setup. Where are you going? What's your location? And tell me who's all there. All right. Um, well, if I'm running an organization and running the team, we're, you know, we're making our picks. You saw what, you know, uh, the Rams did with their the Malibu movie, house. Yes. Like yep. they're trying to flex on people, whatever. Yep. And then some people more simple. Andy Reid's just with a bucket of chicken, just chilling <laughs> back with his. <laughs> or Bill Belichick's in his living room with his dog making the Dude, picks. The dog was, it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, but. Anyway, I think my my draft day dream scenario is a secluded log cabin in the woods. <laughs> what are you, a serial killer, bro? Jason Voorhees? Just back in my rocking chair with <laughs> with my hot cocoa, just baking pics. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That sounds. Are you awesome. serious? I'm not joking. That sounds okay. awesome. Okay, I was just me and the GM I, there. Me and the GM. Just, That's just all we you, need. The GM. Just all right. GM. Okay. Well, mine's a little bit different than that. <laughs> Mine is uh, it's a, a, in the hills of La Jolla, mm. up in La Jolla, looking the, over the beach, so sitting at my infinity in. pool. Oh, my God. I got Mike Tyson in the hot tub with me. What? He's like, I would go with that pick, Gabe. He's like, what's <laughs> up, y'all? 
And so I'd be, I'd pick Mike Tyson to be there. I'd have Logan Paul in a lion cage. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, I'd have Jake Paul fighting, um, like six people at once. That's good. And so, (laughs) uh, yeah, no, but I would, uh, nah, definitely Hills of La Jolla. I think that'd be sick, dude, to just overlook the beach sunset while I'm picking freaking Justin Fields, clicking the button, making the call, hanging up, and then just standing there looking at the sunset being like, my team's going to be freaking amazing. Biggest question though, Gabe, do you have a portrait of the commissioner in the background? Do I have a portrait? Yeah. Not in my living room. It's in my bedroom. Oh, it's in the bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) Every day that I wake up, I want to see my GM. That's the first thing I want to see when I wake up. Oh geez. Well, I want to see, I want to see, uh, Mark Davis every single day I wake up. Mark Davis. That's the first face I want to see. I want to see that bowl cut. (laughs) Every day when you wake up? Every day I wake up, I want to see that bowl cut to stare right at me and stare right through my soul, dude. (laughs) All right. Gabe Sinus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well guys. Thank you as always. We really appreciate all the feedback we get and uh, we love making these for you guys. Uh, We're going to continue to keep making these every single weekend. Um, If you guys have any feedback for us as far as uh, what you want to hear, what teams you want us to cover, just let us know at Checked or Rex on Twitter or Instagram. We have both because we're with the youth culture. (laughs) But anyways, guys, uh, thank you for listening as always. Tell your friends, tell your grandmothers, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, your crazy neighbor, Steve, tell everyone. So thank you. Have a good rest of your day, your morning, your lunch, your night, and make sure to tell your mama that you love her. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely.